Welcome to The Nest Show, the podcast that brings you insights into the crypto market, trading and investment experiences, and what we're looking forward to as we navigate the space together. Before we get started with the show, I want to thank our friends and sponsors over at PrimeXPT, where many of our listeners have already signed up to trade by visiting theburbnest.com slash PrimeXPT. PrimeXPT is the most powerful trading platform offering immediate access to over 30 assets. Users may trade cryptocurrencies, Forex, commodities, stock indices, and much more, all from a single Bitcoin-settled account. Spend your crypto anywhere with the Plutus debit card. Visit theburbness.com slash Plutus. Send cash to your friends and earn free crypto with the Metal Pay app. Learn more at theburbness.com slash metal. And now for the show. What The Nest Show is. This is a podcast brought to you by the Burb Nest community, an independent crypto and Forex-centered trading community built to sharpen each other in capturing opportunities in the markets while protecting capital along the way. What this is not, trading advice. We are not financial advisors, and you should not regard any information here or in The Nest Club as financial advice. You should always consult a licensed financial advisor before making any financial decisions. Hey guys, welcome to The Nest Show. This is Aperture, and today I'm joined by Danielle from Plutus. Hey Danielle, how are you doing? Very well, Abe. Thanks a lot for the intro. No problem. Um, I'm very excited because today I actually received your Plutus card in my mail and I'm looking forward to using it. And you, you've come a long way as a company and I, I'm wondering what's your journey from Plutus and how did you come this far from the origins? Depends on how far you want to go back, right? But I think to make give you really good context, I'll quickly take a quick dive um, in my own journey with crypto. I started in um, 2012, actually, and it was when a friend of mine asked me to send some crypto to a third world country where he was stuck. And at the time, Bitcoin was only $7. And as soon as I made the transaction, I understood that this is something exceptional. And once I took a deeper look into how the technology works, I fell more and more in love with it. And next thing you know, I bought two NVIDIA graphics cards and um, you know, I think they were called GTX 1600s. And they were mining Bitcoin for me and keeping my house warm. And the more time I invested, the more I learned about the technology and eventually there was no going back. And I'm sure this is how, this is how the journey started for many who came in crypto about a decade ago. Pretty much soon after, I was lucky enough to start one of the first licensed Bitcoin exchanges and a merchant solution for crypto in the UK. Uh, it was called LazyPay. And this was in 2014. Um, at the time, there were other startups such as BitPay and Coinbase who were also targeting merchant adoption, which until today has proven to be a non-starter. Um, I think there are only around 10 to 15,000 merchants who still accept crypto. I believe this is simply because cash and cards just work fine for merchants. Hence why I wanted to create a proxy way to complete these transactions. We get to pay in cryptocurrencies and the merchant receives fiat. And this is how Plutus was born. Nice. Yeah. I can see you're coming from your own personal experience and solution. Those are often the companies that are successful because you have like personal experience and you work from that experience. How did you... Make sure you got the right team together. The right team has always been a challenging part because it's not just about the skill set of a person have, it's also about the mindset and the work ethic a team member has. And it's been a long journey. However, 
the current team we have is probably the best team I've ever worked with. And we are, we, you know, we started the journey with two people and now we are, you know, group of 18 place all around the world. And these are the kind of people who give up their personal lives to work through weekends in order to just get to the next product release. So I'm quite lucky to be, you know, have built the team, team that we have. But I think it's down to the products and, you know, what we were trying to achieve, which attracted the kind of people that we needed. It's good to hear you have such an enthusiastic team uh, you can right. build your products on. And yeah. we're really going for your goal uh, together. Is that what makes you different from competitors? That's an interesting question. I, I mean, I get asked this quite a lot. And I always say that there's thousands of prepaid cards out there. And they all have their different kind of niche and USPs. But there's only a handful of cards in crypto. Um, it's still quite a niche. But within that niche, our technology, I believe, is the most superior out of them all. Because we were actually the first to see this trend. And, and without taking any shortcuts, we, wanna, we went on to develop an app that remains completely non-custodial of our customers' crypto and still bridges a gap between crypto and fiat. And frankly, competitors are actually an advantage as it gives people a choice between gimmicks or a superior product. Um, and at Plutus, we don't concern ourselves with what competitors are doing. Instead, we focus, uh, our focus has always been to innovate and make others irrelevant. And if you start using the card that you've just received, I think pretty much pretty soon you'll realize exactly what I'm referring to. You mentioned that your card is non-custodial. I think that's one of the best features and one of the features that's true to crypto values that uh, you don't hold the funds, but I actually hold my own funds. How does that work? The technology actually allows this to happen, right? And this is not a, um, a new concept. This is pretty much an old concept that happens pretty much soon after Ethereum itself was released. There is an old feeling in crypto where a day is like a week, a week is like a year, and a year feels like a decade, decade in comparison to any other industry out there. As you said, it's always evolving and you have to be knee deep in to keep up with the trends. What kind of worked for me is by learning as much as I could about the needs of the people and creating an app and a service for for risk-seeking users out there who are more open to trying out new tech. And we are lucky to be in the industry where everyone is excited about experimenting and supporting different technologies and startups out there. And to give you an example, merchant adoption in 2015 was very low. The need to spend crypto was growing. And people also didn't want to use centralized exchanges and custodial services uh, so we were one of the first projects on Ethereum who created this concept of DeFi payment and reward system back in 2015. And although the DeFi is now a popular concept, we discovered this trend early on and built technology for the future needs of our customers. Hence why, you know, we understood that you know, non-custodial would be the way in the future. And we took no shortcuts and developed a way for users to do that. Absolutely beautiful that you found a way. Um, and I think that is something that really sets you apart from the competition. Because as far as I know, there isn't any competitor doing that right now. Is that true? Uh, well, not in the most truly way. As far as I know, uh, not really. Because uh, we we provide a non-custodial way between crypto and fiat. Uh, but you know that doesn't exist. However, between crypto to crypto, it does exist. Okay. And 
you were talking about jumping on trends in such a quickly evolving industry. Do you have your methods to define which trend you actually need to follow and is valuable for crypto and which trend is just hype and will die out? Well, none of the trends uh, actually do die out in crypto terms because uh, you know what happens is they are usually overhyped by opportunistic traders who look to profit from, you know, by you know hyping up the buzzwords and so on and that's something that we've seen over and over again but if you really think about it every single thing that has been has come out there in the past has always kind of remained and even though you know there was something like stable coins it was a very old concept that was a soon after bitcoin was released this was you know going around in forums but it didn't come out come to fruition until much later on until it actually became necessary for people to use it but although you know the industry understood that this would be something required in the future, so you know the way to understand is like you know spend as much time as you can learning about the current issues that people are having and how you know what technologies you have available to you and how you can solve these in the future. Very cool. Yeah, as a product developer myself, I often see companies creating products without listening to the user or finding a good use case for the user and just jumping on at marketing but flipping that around and that's what you have done like mm -hmm. listening to what the user is doing is i think a great way uh, to become successful so uh, good job on that one thanks if you're developing a product and you'll run into some problems and because this is a very new industry there are maybe some problems we have never encountered before uh, what are the main problems in your field and what are your solutions to those problems? In terms of the technology, I think there hasn't really been any problems uh, apart from you know the improvement required uh, around the smart contracts and so on, which I think is still in its infancy and a lot of, a lot of work has, still has to be done. However, I think uh, the lack of regula regulations and around the uncertainty has been not very you know good for crypto and crypto startups especially i know many of many of the people in crypto might not like this what i'm about to say but i you know we actually support regulations and welcome them because what it does is it actually weeds out the bad players any bad apples and you know protects the consumers and this is what to be one of the main uh, challenges you know for many crypto startups who are just trying to do these things right and so you know there's a lot of red tapes which are good but they're not designed yet to be, um, you know, they still, they, there's still a lot of improvements are going on. And I feel like, you know, over the next, in the next coming months and years, I think, you know, the industry will completely evolve. And as you can see this already, uh, you know, regulators have been very busy this year, you know, and it's kind of good to see. Uh, times are only going to improve. I cannot agree on that. Uh, I think that there is a difference in this space between traders and longer term investors because that's also what you're doing with a company investing your time and resources in progressing and eventually building something from that is that these traders are often scared by these regulations because they are afraid of giving back you know these insane gains you can get in crypto uh, but the real investors welcome regulators and welcome you know regulation in the space so I think uh, that that lines up. Just on that point, I would agree with you and say, you know, 
uh, traders are looking for the short-term return, whereas in you know people who actually invest their time in you know trying to improve the tech and the industry or the whole overall ecosystem, you know we are you know this is more concerning to us because we want to make sure that this is here to stay. Which is, obviously it is here to stay. We want to make sure that it's easy for people to onboard and companies to you know flourish. Yeah, and that's that's where the real progress will come from in the space. Absolutely. It's, instead of just gambling on some coins. Um, mm, I agree on that. Nice. What are your plans for the future? For this year, we have several exciting product releases. This includes an uncustodial way for our users to stake our native token and receive high perks and rewards in return. This is in the short term and in the long term, which is our next two years of plan, is to expand into Asia as well as Latin America and obtain a banking license, which will enable us to offer features uh, similar to a bank, which you know more suitable for mainstream consumers, which is what our target is to expand into the next couple of years because we are trying to aim for millions of customers and the best way to do that is to offer features which you know an average person or an average joe would be used to that's real adoption there what you're looking for as a uh, new user from plutus i can only welcome that uh, more adoption more rewards for me as a user so um, i can only applaud that you're uh, you're further developing that part of your product this is one of the key things for us, right? And I mean, we've compared our user acquisition from freemium model onto the paid model comparison to one of the you know higher companies out there. And having compared our stats, we are converting between 34 to 40% of our users onto our paid services. Whereas in other startups are, you know, with similar products, they only achieve between three and four percent. I think this is down to the reward aspects that we created. Wow. And- yeah. Uh, that's that's amazing. Um, I think if you show these statistics to every marketing company in a normal, like non-crypto market, they they wouldn't believe you there. The so moment the sample size is quite small, so we just you know the main uh, once with this is improves, and obviously this will you know this will be marketed. It's proof that you're building something users want uh, because you've listened to your users. And they directly show you that they want your product by just ordering the cards. Yeah. And on that point, listening to our users, we have uh, several two-way communication channels with our users. And our doors are com- open to feedback literally 24-7. And we have our community manager, David Plutis, who does a remarkable job in, in being there with the community and keeping everybody informed. So far, I feel like our community is one of the most precious things to us because of their support. We have come this far. Yeah, because you have a really active community. And how can our listeners join your community? Just on that point, I remembered something I heard the other day where, you know, there's no other industry where any community is as excited as they are in the crypto community. So I think that's something we are quite lucky to be in. And so if anybody wants to join our community, which is also a very exciting place to be at, is, you know, in Discord and on, and you can find all the information on our website and social media. Link it on the bottom, you know, in your video. That would be cool as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely put them in the comments. So make sure you check them out. At the end of uh, every show, we ask our guests what the final thoughts are. Some good advice on navigating through the crypto space or some findings they think are very interesting. Do you have any final thoughts? Look, I'm not a trader, so I can't give any advice in terms of if you've got any traders watching this. But what I would say is, 
you know, what I witnessed in 2017, a lot of people came in to make a quick buck and ended up losing quite a lot of money. And I would recommend investing your time first instead of your money. Learn how the blockchain works, how Etherscan works, how Explorer works, and most importantly, how to maintain your own keys. Because one of the first lessons you should know is if it's not your keys, it's not your crypto. That's what I feel like most people should do instead of like, you know, just coming in there for a short term return. I think that's very good advice. There are a lot of projects that aren't sustainable. There are a lot of people looking for quick gains, but eventually in the long run, that's where the profits will be made or the big projects come from and where you can really set yourself apart from the crowd. Absolutely. And, you know, and I think the current hype around DeFi and yield farming is also attracting a lot of new people and I fear for them, but, you know, because there's not anybody, I don't feel like anyone out there pushing uh, for new people to come and understand the technology instead of the only kind of marketing that we see is for people to come in and make a quick return. So I think all these kind of yield farming with hundreds of percents of return, uh, there needs to be some kind of control on that, or at least people need to kind of understand and learn about it as much as they can themselves first. I agree on that. Do your research first and then invest your money instead right, look, of jumping on every marketing hype there is. Absolutely. And and this, of my concern, only comes down to because I run a crypto startup where we intend to you know flourish a lot more and the less of these things happen, the better it is for industries to grow. Nice. That I think that's a good closing thought there. Thank you, Daniel, for your great talk about Plutus. Uh, make sure you check out their community, their website, and I think you can still order some cards, right? Absolutely. The cards are being shipped, so please go, out, go online and order. Cool. Yeah, I already received mine, so I'm definitely going to use it this week. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. SAT revolutionizes online advertising with blockchain technology. Learn more at thebrebnest.com slash SATT. I'd like to thank our listeners for joining this episode of The Nest Show. If you've appreciated the depth and breadth of what you've heard with us today, subscribe to our podcast and find our landing page at theburbnest.com. We have a vibrant Discord community which acts as our central hub of operations, and we welcome you to join us at theburbnest.com slash discord. We also offer an extensive free bulletin on emerging crypto market trends, exclusive undervalued gem reports, and in-depth expert technical and fundamental analysis at thebirdnest.com slash bulletin. We always appreciate engagement from our community, which of course means liking the video and subscribing to our page, where we insist on bringing you the highest quality content available. Also, we're happy to incorporate tips and topics from our listeners and encourage you to email us at thenestro at thebirdnest.com. This podcast is brought to you by The Burb Nest. Thank you and trade on.